This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Cut, with an exclamation point. K-U-T-T is a peer-to-peer special betting platform that's U.S.-based and legal in 40 states. Head-to-head, cut.com, that's K-U-T-T.com. Use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. And finally, we're brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. 15% off everything when you use the promo code PLAYOFFS, all cap, PLAYOFFS. Go buy something. Buy some Golf Gambling Podcast stuff. We would really appreciate it. Helps us, and I know you guys love our banter and stupid shit that we say week in week out so that would be clutch if you can uh you can buy some sgpn merch doesn't have to be golf family podcast merch buy what you want but we're here the american express tournament and before we get into the american express we have to talk about the sony finish because a lot myself a lot of my friends had either keegan or ben on and neither of them won, obviously, because why would one of us prosper when we have the chance? There was a third man in that playoff. Me, Capper, Steve had Keegan. Cameron had been on. Cameron said it, or someone said it. Yeah, Grayson Murray, auto W. Like, we knew it was coming, and it had to come in the most dramatic fashion, like a 40-foot lag putt up the slope. When when He literally hit the palm tree off of the tee in the playoff, like, the nerves were rumbling. I, I have that shot in my bag. That quick hook, like that is in my in my arsenal. And he did it, got away with it, and won a PGA Tour event. Good for you, Grayson Murray. Um, you've been grinding. Most tipped at the 2023 Barbasol. Maybe, may, well, probably won't be in it this year because he won't be playing the Barbasol. But good for you, Grayson Murray. Uh, let's talk about Keegan. Two chances to birdie. 18 in regulation and in the playoff. This I had, and if you guys are golf fans, you've been watching for the last few years, Russell Henley in 2022 lost in damn near the exact same fashion. He had a chance to win on 18 in regulation, birdieing 18, failed to do it. He had a chance to not, not tie, but make it, make it happen again in 18, in 18 in the playoff, failed to make it happen. So losing in a playoff in two Sony opens in three, in two Sony opens in three years, it definitely stings. But like that's golf. That's what we live for, guys. Like this is the, the sweats. And a lot of you guys had Figala with me last week. Figala, Keegan Bradley, two straight weeks. Like we're hot. Like victory lap, check mark. Those are wins in my book. Um, I mean, it sucks. Like two strokes away from nearly ten thousand dollars. It hurts, man. Like it hurts. Like you dream about it. But we are here. We have we have a much less predictable event. To be quite honest, the American Express is a POS putting contest, as John Rahm said best, but we got money to be made and we had an excellent DraftKings week last week. Why can't we do it again? So no surprises. Scotty Scheffler up top 11-4 down to Sung JM to round out this 10K and above range. We're definitely splitting hairs up here, but we got we to gotta pick a golfer. So who do we want to pick with? I, I'm going to say right now. Scotty Scheffler, I think, is going to be a cross-off. This is one of the few courses where Scotty has failed to finish inside the top 10 when he's been here in multiple trips. Usually, if Scotty sees a golf course two or three times, he finishes finishes inside the top 10. But this is one of few where Scotty does not have a top 10 finish. So right there, like if there's an excuse to get off the highest-priced golfer, sure. 
that alone, besides that, I mean, I think it makes sense why he hasn't finished inside the top 10. Scotty Scheffler uses his ball striking to separate himself week in, week out. And at this golf course, every single player is going to be hitting a wedge into damn near 18 holes. That just can't, he doesn't have the ball. Like there's no disparity for him to separate himself with the ball striking because everyone's doing the same thing. Everyone's hitting the same shot and they're, no one's really getting long irons and wedges except for the par five, uh, except for the par five. So Scotty Scheffler just doesn't have that, that gap to really leap forward with the ball striking. He's going to have to rely on this putter more than he usually does, which is obviously a recipe for disaster. My mic has unplugged in three straight shows. Mike is unplugged in three straight shows, but I think we're rolling. So let's keep going. Now, Xander Shoffley at 10, nine, I think has a, a few avenues for success here. $500 less than Scotty, which is, which is a plus. And he's never out of the golf tournament. If he has a, if he shoots a 68 in round one, that's going to be far behind the first round lead. I can promise you that. And a 66 in round two, he's like a few under par, like T28 heading into the weekend. Saturday or Sunday, the 62 is coming. And then he finishes, somehow finishes T3. Last year, he did that same shit where he was out of the golf tournament and fired off a 63, I believe, on Sunday with an albatross to get inside the top five. But out of this top group, maybe maybe, maybe Sungjae Im, but he's probably the best putter, most consistent putter out of this top group, and I would say that. So obviously, Xander Shoffley is one of the best ball strikers in the world, but he has that putting to really match that and can do it with his putter. Whereas Patrick Cantlay, just like, just like Scotty Scheffler had one of the best ball striking seasons of the year, but the putter was so bad last year. He found something with his putter at the century and to finish the season in 2023, which is really exciting. Now, do we trust the putter at a, at an event that's so reliant when we haven't really seen a great putting performance? Cantlay, I'm not sure if we do. I'm really not sure if we do. So I think out of those top three, it's going to have to be Xander. Now, 10-1, Sung Jae probably will be one of the highest owned guys in this range, if not the highest. He's never finished outside of the top 20 here. Great course, course history. And he's coming off an event where he just made the most birdies in his life. I mean, out of any PGA Tour player ever, no one's made more birdies in an event than Sung Jae did at the Century. So it makes sense. Like, yeah, Sung Jae is going to a golf course that he's played really well on a cookie cutter, birdie fest, wedge fest. That is what Sung Jae, that is Sung Jae's jam. That is what he does best. He's obvious. He makes a lot of sense. Yes. But when Sung Jae has expectations, it doesn't really turn out well. So I can see him getting out to a hot start and then finishing up on and starting out Monday with the bogey, bogey, birdie, birdie, bogey, birdie, bogey start. And then just having a middling performance hope and then need, needing a backdoor finish. But I feel much more comfortable with Xander getting a backdoor than Sungjae. So I think in this top range, the click that we want to make is Xander Shoffley. So before we move on to this 9K range and below, let me talk to you guys a little bit about DraftKings. DraftKings is an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, bringing you an offer that can make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can get five bucks on any game and turn that into 200 instantly in bonus bets. Uh, download the DraftKings app, sportsbook app now and use code SGP. New customers can get five bucks and turn two and turn it into $200 instantly. Promo code SGP. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. Okay, enough with the 
uh, ads, let's get to the 9K range. We have Tom Kim down to Chrissy K, Chris Kirk. Now, I, t- I was thinking about Chris K earlier in the week. If he has a reasonable price, I think he's a slam. The only thing that's holding back Chris Kirk right now would possibly be, be the putter. His golf swing is too consistent and too good right now, just good to, to really have a low finish. Um, he obviously finished T3 here last year, and he's playing great golf right now. Two straight weeks where he played unbelievable. And he's a guy when he gets going, you wanna you wanna you wanna buy you wanna buy him while he's hot. So I'm down for Chris Kirk at 9K. I, I was really interested to see where his price would be. And I think he's grouped around a few guys where like he won't necessarily be the most owned person in the world. JT Poston, uh, just above him, I think that recency bias of that Sunday, what did he shoot, 63? or some, He shot something really low on Sunday. I don't know the exact number he shot yesterday, but he, JT Poston is going to be really popular coming to another wedge fest, another golf course that JT Poston can really exploit. So it's we're going to have to see. But I think if, if JT Poston is significantly higher owned than Chris Kirk, you got to go with Chris Kirk and DraftKings. You just have to. Um, up top, top of the uh, top of the nine K range. Tom Kim, ninety nine hundred golf course. That makes a lot of sense for him. I really, I really do like him here. To be honest, um, he's won on golf courses like this. His best results are on golf courses like this. But I, I don't like. I just hate buying super high priced golfers who rely on their putter a lot. And not that Tom Kim relies on his putter a lot because the putter has been bad, but like that's just kind of the player he is. He finished T6 in this event last year, which is good. But I don't know. I don't love a $9,900 Tom Kim. I, I'd much prefer a $9,800 Justin Thomas, which is maybe, which is ugly. But if you've been looking at his socials, he's been grinding. He looks like he's ready to get back on the golf course. And don't look now. Justin Thomas's last three starts were top five finishes. T3 at the Hero, T4 at the Ned Bank, and uh, T5 at the Fortinet. Like, those aren't great fields, aren't great events, but neither is this. There's like three elite golfers in this field. There's no reason Justin Thomas cannot contend and compete on a golf course that's all wedges, which is what he does best. Um, he hasn't played here in a while, hasn't played since 2015, but he's got a great caddy. He knows his way around this place. I think he's a better buy at the top. Um, Jason Day has been playing really good golf. He gained in all four categories at the Century, which is awesome to see. And Jason Day won on a golf course like this last year, a, a bunch of birdies. So I don't hate Jason Day either. Someone I do hate is Min Woo Lee at 9,500. Min Woo Lee at 9,500. You want Min Woo Lee on a golf course that's difficult, where you really have to drive it long, really have to drive it straight, and that's creative. You have to be creative. Uh, major conditions. Kapalua even. Um, Pinehurst, Phoenix, those kinds of golf courses is where I would prefer Min Woo Lee. So when he's hitting, when you're just relying on wedge putt, wedge putt, wedge putt, Min Woo Lee is not really the guy for that. He, his, his fault, the fault on his game is approach play and it's going to be so important this week. So I'm going to take a backseat to Min Woo Lee. Sam Burns, $9,400, great price. Anytime you're getting Sam Burns in a bonafide birdie fest, sure, like sure. Uh, is, is he going to get his yearly win here? He, he could, he definitely could. Sam Burns has been hitting the ball. Well, also, um, it's, it's been, it's been up and down, but we kind of want to, we we're, if we're getting, to, if we're getting to a golf course like this, I'm down for Sam Burns to just roll in a ton of putts. Uh, I don't really, I'm not 
going on a limb that Sam Burns is a hammer at 9,400 or going to finish in the top five, but more of an ownership thing, I would say. Uh, I don't really have a strong feeling about Sam Burns right now. Tony Finau, flowchart, are there good players in the field? Yes, uh, don't play Tony Finau. Are there good players in the field? No, play Tony Finau. So you can use that discretion at yourself. Ricky Fowler is playing some horrific golf at the moment. He's hitting it uh, as bad as he ha- as he has hit the ball since he since before his like injury or before he was like not good at golf. So he's got to back to that ball striking badness, which he fixed last year. I'm gonna wait and see on Ricky, and he doesn't even have good course history. I'm down. I'm out on Ricky at 9,400. So I would say my favorite plays in this range are Chris Kirk down low and Justin Thomas up top. Let's get down to this 8K range. Come on, we're, there we go. 8K range. We have Wyndham Clark down to Boog Knight. Daniel Berger makes his return to golf. Um, let's, so let's talk about the 8K range. Let me fix my screen real quick. There we go. All right, uh, Wyndham Clark, uh, like I said with Minwoo, this isn't really a Wyndham Clark golf course in my opinion, and he didn't look great at the Century, which I thought was much more of a Wyndham Clark golf course. I'm not really seeing it here. Eric Cole, you know what you're going to get, and is he just... Look, look, Eric Cole, this makes so much sense for this man. Great golf course. He made the cut on the number last week, or by one, and he's just tallying these great results week in, week out. What did he exactly finish last week? Let me see. What did Cole finish last week? He finished no. 13. He finished 13th last week. Like the man is just playing good golf. So this is what I'm gonna say about Eric Cole. If you've been playing him, fucking play him. Like he's playing great, but if you've been fading him, waiting for that time where he just doesn't play good at high ownership, don't play him. I've been in the latter group of that. I've been out on Eric Cole. So I just I just feel like I can't jump in now. I don't know. What to, I don't know what to make of this man. The Honda class is coming up soon enough. He's going to be so popular there. He's going to have his whole family on every hole. I'm out on Eric Cole. I am just out. Let's move down a little bit. Shane Lowry making his first start since the DP World Tour Championship, where he lost six strokes ball striking at the DP World Tour Championship. How could you back a golfer who lost six strokes golf, six strokes and hasn't played in a while? Out on Shane Lowry. See Woo Kim eighty six hundred dollars. Hammer, hammer, hammer. Siwoo Kim obviously is a winner of this event and plays great here in his career. And he is coming off a great week ball striking. He's had he had like a four a four week or four week patch where he was not hitting the ball well. Hit it okay at the century. Hit it great at the Sony and putt poorly. So and this is a golf course where we see guys win multiple times. Hudson Swafford did it like three years ago. Can Siwoo win? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I love Siwoo Kim at $8,600. I love him in all markets. Siwoo Kim, he might be a little popular, but I am I am down. Uh, Cam Davis, completely out on. The dude is re- relying on a hot putter, and it's not really sustainable. Uh, but this is kind of like a golf course like last week where he can get hot for a round and, and just cruise to the finish line. Adam Hadwin, I kind of uh, want to take a deeper, a deeper look into Adam Hadwin because... I didn't when I'm doing my research. I kind of I must have buzzed over him, but I I kind of don't mind him here. Missed a cut at the at the Sony, but he he missed a cut on the number for sure. Lost a stroke off the tee. Lost a stroke on approach. He was good at the century. Course history wise, it's definitely not bad. Like I think, dude, he Loki has like a 59 here. Was that here where he shot a 59? I gotta look in that. Look into that. Adam Hadwin looking at his course history. Yeah, he's got. 
never missed a cut. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I don't know how this is. I'm pretty smart with with this, but I guess this just like I my brain wasn't big enough for Adam Hadwin's course history. Like nine starts here, never missed a cut. Three finishes inside T3, a T6, just absolutely gorgeous course history. Going to be giga chalk. But the course history is great. Like I'm down for Adam Hadwin. Uh, not really, not really uh, too much conviction, but I think it's an okay play, Adam Hadwin. Let's go down a little bit. I love the next two guys, and I will give my case right now. Akshay Batia, $8,200. Quite simply, he's been playing a lot, and he's been playing well. Last week, he hit the ball super well, putt poorly. The week before that, he was in contention, putt really well, and hit the ball okay. But this is a golfer who's young, who's playing a lot of golf. Simply ride the hot hand. Akshay should be a shoe-in to make the cut and obviously provides a great amount of ceiling. He finds a hot putter for a round, bang, you're good. Now, Taylor Montgomery, let me give you the Montgomery case right now because it is quite it is quite interesting. I'm going to have to say right now, I my matchup in round one, I bet Eckroot, who shot one of the rounds of the day, happened to match up against Taylor Montgomery, who had the best ball striking round of his career. Unlucky on my end, we lost. But here we here's the Montgomery case for this week. It's it's strong. Let, let's let's let, 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 let's get to it. This time last year, Taylor Montgomery was crushing the fall swing. In nine starts, he finished outside the top 15 just one time in nine starts last year. It was from the Fortinet through the Amex, one start outside the top 15. Okay. He gained six ball striking last week, six strokes ball striking, which was the best of his career, the best ball striking week of his career. And the week before that, he gained two strokes ball striking. In Taylor Montgomery's short career, that is the only time in his career where he's gained strokes ball striking in back-to-back starts. Throw in that he finished fifth here last year, Taylor Montgomery should be ready to roll. Taylor Montgomery should be ready to rock. Now, I am definitely a Taylor Montgomery hater, 100%. But pending ownership, pending, pending numbers... Odds, I think Taylor Montgomery is a decent play. He was so putter-reliant, so putter-reliant, but he's hitting the ball okay. Usually when I give this case, it never really works out. So we'll see. But the numbers make sense for Taylor Montgomery this week. Let's get over into uh, the, what, the 7K range. Real quick, let me talk to you about Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social media, social media-style betting platform, legal in 40, 40 states, uh, offers you lower vi- lower vig and customizable odds between you and a friend. Uh, Cut handles the payment, so it's uh, regulated. It's like guy to guy. You want to bet? Here's a platform. Uh, promo code SGPN for a ten percent deposit bonus. And finally, let me talk to you about Underdog Fantasy. Has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college hoops, college football, golf. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players and cash in. If you've been following me on Twitter, I've been giving out an underdog every single round of golf. They were about, I think we're like 500 in those. But when, you, when, when we're 500 on plus 300 bets, that's winning money. So I, I, I have never really played underdog. And through two weeks, we're, we're, I think we're three, four, and one, to be honest. Three, four, and one, but we're up a few hundred on underdog. So I'm down. Let's keep rolling the underdog and let's get to the 7K range. Let's give me a second. 
Okay, we have Steven Yeager down to... Okay, Daniel Berger, $8,000. First start since forever. I'm going to talk about him real quick. The last time Daniel Berger came back after a long break was the COVID break, and he won at Colonial. Just throwing that out there. That's all I have to say. Okay, Stefan Yeager, 7,900 down to big range, down to Garrick Higo, who I think has no chance this week. Played really bad over the weekend. Okay, Stefan Yeager, I think is a great DFS play like every single week because he's just so consistently average, so consistently through the cut, and he gives you that ability to have a spike round and be in the mix. But when, if he gets in the mix high on the leaderboard a little bit too early, he gets a little bit leaderboard shy and faults himself. But I think at 7,900, he is a great play. Come on, screen. Let me scroll higher. Why can't I scroll higher? I don't know why I can't scroll higher. But I guess we'll talk about who's here or I can look somewhere else for the top of the 7K range. Anyone else on the top of the 7K range I want to talk about? Will Zalatoris is $7,900. Let me unshare my screen and just talk. Will Zalatoris is $7,900, and he truthfully cannot be playing worse golf. He looked so bad at the Sony, missed the cut, obviously, and then finished dead last at the Hero, the world, the, the event before that. But Will Zalatoris, as bad as it looked last week, uh, gained strokes on approach in two rounds, which is a, a good sign, to be honest. He obviously has a top finish here, but this is literally the worst golf course I can imagine for Will Zalatoris, though when he's playing bad golf. But if he's 2% owned, in the 7K range, why not? I know it's ugly, and it's like literally, like chalky guys do well. Just play the best, play the good golfers. But if Will Salatoris is 7,900, he's he's only gonna get better. I can I can I can do it. Bo Hostler, 7,800 dollars makes his first start since like literally nearly winning everything in the fall. Just kidding, but he was so popular in the fall. Tidbit from this event: no golfer has won this event. Well, if it's their first start of the 2024 season, like it's been someone that has played before, like whether it be the Sony, what someone has played the, a, fall, uh, a 2024 event has won this event. It's never happened where they haven't won the event. Okay. Going down a little bit, $7,600 are Adam Shank and Tom Hoagie. I love both of them. Tom Hoagie in four straight starts has gained significant strokes on approach. And when Tom Hoagie is at his best, he's gaining strokes on approach. This golf course, he has multiple finishes inside the top six. He, When Tom Hoagie's at his best, he's hitting his wedges well. He's showing that he's doing it right now. And we're heading to a golf course where it's all wedges. Throw me, Give me some Tom Hoagie at $7,600. Got great history at this golf course. Great history in California. Obviously won at Pebble. So I'm down for him at 76. Adam Shank, uh, he's always going to be popular when JT Poston's popular. Or sorry, he's always ha he always has a chance when JT Poston at these wedge courses. Now I think Adam Shank is a bit of a forgotten man, not playing as good as he done as he has in since since the spring season, but he's playing decent golf right now. I mean, he's not playing decent golf right now. He's at a great price, is what I'm trying to say, and I think he is alive at golf courses like this. He's going to be very low owned, and if JT Post is popular, you should always sprinkle some uh, Adam Shank. That's just kind of what my thing is. Uh, down seventy five hundred dollars. Matt Kuchar, like I always say with Matt Kuchar, he's only playing golf courses he knows he can contend at. Has decent course history here, but he hasn't played since, since like twenty eighteen, I believe. But the course history is there. Wedge courses are good for Kuchar. Anyone else in the seven K range that I really have decent feelings for? Like truthfully, not really. I like this upper seven K range, but down towards the bottom, it's not too high. 
Rio Hasantane is up to 7,500 after being in the 6K range last week. And he finished 9 under last week. I think it was good for T30. Cashed a bet on him. Top Japanese player. It's split, but top Japanese player cashed. And he is a guy that you're going to see on leaderboards. He's really good with his wedges. He's His best results on the DP World Tour come on these wedge courses. So Rio is a good player. Um, so I think that wraps it up for the 7K range. And in the 6K range, there's a few names that I like that I will run through. At $6,900, I'm going to do the Alexander Bjork thing again. He is only good with his wedges and only good with his putter. His first... He has the best approach numbers out of anyone in the 6K range over the last 36 rounds. I, like I'm just being honest. Actually, in the entire field, over the last 36 rounds, I'm going to short this by a... Sh- Alexander Bjork is fourth in the entire field over his last 36 rounds and approach. I'm just telling you, that's what he's good at. The numbers don't lie. I'm willing to give him another shot. I golf course that makes sense for him. So $6,900, I am down with uh, uh, Alexander Bjork one more time. Let's go down a little bit. Someone else I like in the 66K range is going to be Joel Damon. Two straight starts where he gained four plus strokes on approach. Two straight starts. Joel Damon foreshadows it a lot. So when he's playing good golf, I'm thinking you buy Joel Damon. Obviously, he has some ceiling, but he's kind of a... Whenever I do play Joel Damon, it never seems to work out. But I, I mean, like I'm down. Like he's he's playing good golf at the moment. He he, he like he's another wedge wedge course guy. He won on a wedge course, a resort course. So Joel Damon, sixty six hundred dollars. I don't think that is a is a bad play at all. And then two guys at sixty three hundred dollars. Carson Young, friend of the program, sixty three hundred dollars. Sneakily has a decent. He's, he's hitting the ball well. He hit the ball well at the Sony. Didn't putt well. Last year, he played this event. He gained 3.2 strokes of ball striking and lost a ton on the, on the putting greens. Heading back to a golf course where he hit the ball well, he should be geared up to hit it well again. At $6,300, Carson Young can go super low. Carson Young can surely make the cut. Uh, $6,300, I'm down. And then the final one is going to be Roger Sloan at $6,300. Corn Ferry Tour graduate, but he came... He was on the PGA Tour for a bunch of, bunch of years, lost his card, got it back. Roger Sloan is a guy who's been around the block. Roger Sloan is a guy who can get low. And if you look at his Corn Ferry Tour stats over the last month and a half, two months, they are hot. He finished really well on the Corn Ferry Tour, and I think he is ready to... Uh, I don't know if he's ready, but at, at his price, $6,300, he's a guy who could definitely mix in this tournament for sure. He's a great wedge, great putter. Uh, and he's playing good golf, at least on the Corn Ferry Tour. But this is a glorified Corn Ferry Tour event with the way it's set up with all the scoring. So I'm down. So that about wraps it up. 10K through 6K. DFS preview. Any questions, you know where to find me. I will be not doing much more content this week until... I'm not really sure. But I my other shows are on YouTube. Go check them out. They'll be in the Discord. They'll be on Twitter. So any questions, as always, you know where to find me. Let's cash this week.